Hi, everybody. This is Anna from nursestudy.net. And today we're going to be talking about abdominal pain, nursing diagnosis, and care plans. The term abdominal pain refers to any discomfort or pain felt in the abdomen. A wide range of factors might contribute to abdominal pain. The most common causes include bloating, heartburn, or a strained muscle. These common complaints are not often a cause for concern. There are two types of abdominal pain, acute and chronic. In most cases, acute abdominal pain can be alleviated within a span of a few hours to a few days and is occasionally self-limiting. Chronic abdominal pain can linger for months or even years and progressively even get worse over time. As a result, the latter sort of abdominal pain may require the need for rapid evaluation and intervention. Now we'll discuss signs and symptoms of abdominal pain. There could be cramping, which fluctuates in intensity. There could be pain that is not specific to one area, pain that is localized to one area, or even colicky pain. Again, there are two types of abdominal pain. There's acute pain, which manifests itself over a period of hours or days and may be accompanied by other symptoms. And then there's chronic pain, which itself can last for a longer period of time typically even reaching years. This type can subside and may reappear after a while. There are many possible causes of abdominal pain, from dull achy to excruciating cramping. A few common causes are constipation, menstruation for women, and indigestion. Among other potential causes are stomach gas, ulcerative colitis or Crohn's disease, allergies to particular food, muscle strain in the abdomen, infection of the urinary tract, menstrual cramps, ectopic pregnancy, intestinal obstruction, and gastroesophageal reflux disease. The presence of ulcers, lactose intolerance, and other pelvic inflammatory diseases are some of the causes of abdominal pain that one should be aware of. Other causes include diverticulitis, which is a condition known to cause inflammation or infection of the diverticula. Gallstones, characterized by an increasing pain in the upper right abdomen. Hernia. This condition occurs when the internal organ pushes through the muscle or tissue wall and normal, that normally encloses it. Hernias in the abdominal cavity are the most common. Appendicitis. Occurs when the appendix becomes inflamed. Pain is usually experienced in the lower abdominal region. Kidney stones. The presence of kidney stones usually poses a painful sensation in the lower abdomen. Endometriosis. This is a chronic illness affecting approximately 10% of women worldwide. Symptoms include menstrual cramps and pelvic pain, and they are usually grounds for abdominal pain that is experienced. Abdominal aortic aneurysm can occur anywhere along the aorta. However, they are most common in the abdominal area. The most common complications known are aortic tears or aortic dissection or ruptured aneurysm. There can also be malignancies of cancers, cysts or malignancy of the ovaries, pancreatitis, cholecystitis, and even irritable bowel syndrome. Now we'll discuss some risk factors for abdominal pain. These are associated with abdominal pain, but not necessarily responsible for its manifestation. 
Some of these risk factors include history of gastrointestinal issues, elderly patients, history of abdominal operations, virus infection, immunocompromised patients like diabetics, AIDS patients, organ transplant recipients, patients with sickle cell anemia. Abdominal pain can be diagnosed using physical evaluation of the patient's symptoms, medical history, physical examination, and if necessary, further tests to confirm a diagnosis. Inquiries from the attending physician may focus on the following characteristics of the patient's abdominal pain. The level of pain the patient is experiencing. The location. Is the pain all over or just in one spot? Longevity. How long is the pain being experienced? Activities that seem to worsen or improve it. Is there a certain activity or position that exacerbates the pain? Whether the pain is fleeting or reemerging. When is it felt or noticed? For women, are they currently menstruating or are they pregnant? Injury. If injured, how long ago was it? Besides the examination and series of questions, the physician may require more tests to identify the source of pain. There are a variety of tests that can be used to identify the source of abdominal pain, and these include urinalysis, fecal analysis, blood tests, imaging tests like an x-ray or ultrasound, CTs, endoscopy, and other procedures such as sigmoidoscopy or colonoscopy. So for treatment of abdominal pain, it is important to determine the underlying cause of the abdominal pain before deciding on a treatment plan. However, the optimal course of treatment may include managing its most common cause by utilizing self-care techniques or, if necessary, medical interventions such as the use of medications or even surgery. Other treatment options may include the following. Medications for treating gastroesophageal reflux disease, otherwise known as GERD, targeted therapies for IBD, irritable bowel disease, anti-inflammatory medications, and antibiotics for infection. Severe abdominal pain may be due to a variety of conditions that may necessitate surgery. Some of these surgical procedures are numbing agent injections or anesthetics, appendectomy, cortisone shots, even hernia repair surgery. Now we'll do a sample nursing diagnosis and care plan for abdominal pain. Um, we have four or five more of these on our website, nursestudy.net. All you have to do is go to the website and type in abdominal pain in the search box and it'll come right up. So let's do the first one. Uh, nursing care plan number one, nursing diagnosis, acute abdominal pain related to stomach spasms, secondary to irritable bowel syndrome, as evidenced by abdominal pain, high pain score rating, verbalization of pain or discomfort in the abdominal region, abdominal guarding, and cramping. The desired outcome would be the patient will be able to express relief of their discomfort. Intervention. Encourage the patient to disclose any discomfort or pain she or he may be experiencing. Rationale. Instead of asking for painkillers and analgesics, the patient may strive to tolerate their discomfort. Encourage the patient to report their pain, which could aid in the provision of treatment. Intervention. Evaluate the period, location, and magnitude of the pain. 
asks the patient to rate their level of pain on a scale of 0 to 10. Rationale? To delegate adequate resources for intervention. Intervention. Adhere to changes in the patient's dietary plan in accordance with the guidelines provided. Begin with liquids and progress to solid foods as tolerated by the patient. Rationale? It allows constipation to subside and promotes bowel rest following abstinence of solid food. Additionally, IBS elimination and management appear to benefit from diet modifications. Meals that are rich in fiber often soften and facilitate the passage of stool. Intervention. Assist the patient in managing their pain by providing comfort therapy such as distraction techniques, hot cold application, music therapy, positioning, back massage, or back rubs. Rationale. Non-pharmacologic interventions, particularly comfort measures, promote a sense of well-being. It also helps to redirect the patient's thoughts and improve their ability to cope with stress. Intervention. Assess the abdominal distension. Monitor the patient's vital sign for fluctuations in blood pressure and body temperature. Rationale. Abnormal variations in the patient's vital sign could point to a pending obstruction of the digestive tract. Swelling, edema, inflammation, and scarring should be noted. Okay, this concludes our lecture for abdominal pain, nursing diagnosis, and care plan. If you would like more care plans with nursing interventions and rationales, we have over 800 of them at nursestudy.net. Simply go to the website, go to the search box, and type whatever you're looking for. It will pop up. If not, send us a message and we're happy to do it for you. This is Nurse Anna from nursestudy.net. Have a great day.